0: I'm Courtney, and this is Madison. We're striving to know, love, and serve God where we are with what we have. If you are too, join us. Hi, Crawling to the Cross listeners. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Today, Courtney and I talk about how Crawling to the Cross became an idea, why we decided to make it a reality, what you can expect in the future, and also our hopes and dreams for it. Thanks for tuning in. talk beforehand but like I have answers to all these questions that I think I know and I feel like they might be different from yours so know, like what sh- should should like we like I'll tell mine and you then you yeah, tell yeah, yours yeah, yeah. okay I think it started I don't know if it started like last summer or last spring but like we were talking we were like we should totally start a podcast like yeah. as a joke yeah yeah, yeah I agree with that yeah
1: okay mm-hmm. and then
0: I remember more well it was 6 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I went back in my prayer journal and looked. We were like we mm. we're starting a podcast, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wrote it down in my prayer journal I'm like, "Alright God, when and what and what are we going to do?" Mm-hmm. Um and so we had been praying about it for or I at least I had been praying about it for about 6 months. And mm. one day when I was praying about a certain situation that has been like, more than just a thorn in my side. Like, it's been, like, a bear clawing at my heart for Mm. these last months. I was praying about it, and the words of a mentor that we both know popped in my head because Mm. I was praying, how long, oh, Lord, how long? Like, when are you going to send rescue? When are you going to stop this disobedience? When are you going to bring glory to your name through the situation? Like, when is, when's... (laughs) When are we going to be done with this? Like, when is deliverance coming? <laughs> um, there is a problem here, and I need you to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I know you want it fixed. I know you do, because I know your heart. Um, and I had been talking to a mentor about this one day, and you were there mm-hmm. too. And the mentor said, God is saying, how long, oh, Madison? Mm-hmm. And that just really hit home. And God brought that comment back into my head that morning when I was praying and i just got to thinking about it and really the the only thing that god has ever done as like apart from humanity is create like once mm. he created humans he has worked through people and events and places to execute his redemptive plan for humanity and so that morning i was just like all right we're doing it yeah and that was my that was my story
1: yeah no i agree i knew and i think too like God has given such a platform where so many can share. Right. And I just think like he has given us both this passion and this drive from where we've come from to open the eyes, to shepherd the sheep and to help other women realize it doesn't have to be complicated. Like, and we're all in the mess and God meets (laughs) us in the mess. And I just think that we've lost that community, especially COVID. Mm. Um, it really turned things, honestly. Mm. And I think it really it really opened a lot of our eyes and wakened a lot of us up. Um, so I would agree 100% with that. And just finding that community of women to just breathe life back into um, and encourage them to crawl back to the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, after we had, like, I think I told you, like, that next day, or I boxed you, I'm like, what is God telling you about the podcast? Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> he had told me, like, yes, go. And so mm-hmm. I was just kind of thinking through and praying through, you know, what would what would the title of the podcast be? Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I'll talk a little bit more later. I hope it becomes more than just a podcast. But um, the posture of my life that, like, that I desire for to live my life in mm-hmm. is just being at the foot of the cross. Amen. And just imagine my Savior hanging on it and struggling to breathe mm-hmm. and bleeding and willingly experiencing that because the thought of not being reconciled with me, the thought of not being in right relationship with me, mm-hmm. was more unbearable than that. And I just feel like if I can live life in that posture, then. I can glorify him Amen. in my parenting, in my friendships, in my marriage, in my conversations, in mm. my driving when idiots cut me off, like all of the things. Like yeah. if I can just stay um, in that place, you know, at the feet of my humble Lord who, mm. again, willingly endured that, then I can lay down my pride, which is my super biggest sin. like <laughs> my, my favorite. Um, not really. I hate it, but it's, you know, know, if, if that's the posture that I can live life in, then I will, um, you know, that's what I want. I love that. And I feel like getting to the foot of the cross, I don't just like walk up and get down on my knees. No. You know, it's like, um, I really do feel like I'm crawling. I really do feel like it's Mm -hmm. a struggle. I really do feel like it's a striving. I really do feel like I won't be able to surrender. Like the pride has you know is more powerful than the holy spirit Mm -hmm. i feel like i you know don't know how to pray powerfully enough i feel like Mm -hmm. i don't understand scripture enough and therefore i don't understand god enough you know just all like all of the inadequacies i just don't feel like i can Mm -hmm. but i am like i Mm -hmm. am crawling to the foot of the cross and i know because i do experience his goodness and his peace and his Mm -hmm. kindness and i do have people around me who have firm that they you know see that I'm like chasing him yeah um and so and I also think too about like just like crawling in the dirt yeah and like having like dirt under your fingernails and like broken Mm. fingernails like I so appreciate um, a lot of the different like podcasts and Mm -hmm. resources and just content out there that is available to women who want to know and love and serve the Lord and it's all done really well and it's really beautiful and I appreciate that so much, but there's kind of like a tension there because mm-hmm. I feel like my walk with him is not beautiful or mm-hmm. perfect or linear. It's really messy and it's really dirty yeah. and it's really hard and there's a lot of hurt. Yeah. Um, and so I think we need like both of those types of things, like the really beautiful and polished things. But then honestly, I don't know how to be anything other than real. Like I yeah. don't- <laughs> Same. You, you know, like I don't have a filter. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I just thought, yeah, you know, that
1: I wanted whatever we do to kind of show that side, just like the realness. Yeah, and I think too. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You're living exactly how God intended, crawling to the cross, and it's so important that we preach the go- the gospel to ourselves every single day, mm-hmm. every single day, and to have that posture because if we don't die to ourselves daily. Oh, my gosh, it's so easy to just feed the flesh. So easy. And so. Even more than daily. I know. It's like every second. <laughs> like every, every second. second of yeah. every day. Yeah. We, have to, we have a choice we have to make. And I think one thing, too, I love just to add on to what you said is that remembering if our eyes are fixed on him and we're crawling to him and just remember that the Holy Spirit is doing the work in mm-hmm. us and through us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a surrender lately that the Lord has been placing on my heart is I can't. I literally cannot and it's so frustrating. And so I find myself just like crying in the prayer closet and just asking him like God, please just do the work, do the work. Um because I cannot. So he yeah. is he is doing the work.
0: <laughs> I've been reading in the Old Testament because that's what I'm doing with my D group right now. Like mm-hmm. we're reading select passages through the Old Testament and um there's a lot of like battle scenes Mm -hmm. um and it's just really cool to see that all the israelites have to do is take that step of obedience and then like (laughs) the commander of the lord's armies and lord of hosts does it all
1: yeah he goes form and does it that's right
0: love it um i guess we kind of already discussed why we decided to make it a reality yeah i think like i just want to show the messy parts you know um
1: just that relatability and yeah. bring in community. I mean, Yay. even though, yes, it may be online, but we need it. We need to be encouraged and we need to hear that we're all struggling mm. because I will say for me, um, you know, that shame again mm-hmm. that the devil so is good at. <laughs> Um, making you sit in that shame. And I feel like the longer we sit in that shame, the further we kind of hide and recede. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we're not embracing with our fellow sisters and walking in the freedom of, hey, I'm struggling. Can you help me? Can you pray with me? Then I just think that's where the deceiver can Mm -hmm. get you. And we have to walk free in the blood of Jesus and walk free in that redemption and in order to do that, I mean, we need each other. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. I want to say, too, and I'm not
0: sure if I'll leave this part in or take it out. Um, I'll probably have to pray about that. But mm-hmm. um, I just I think that like what we're talking about, like the kind mm-hmm. of community and the realness and the vulnerability, the mm-hmm. best way to find that is in person and yeah. the vehicle that that God created for that to happen is the local church. Yeah, And so I think that these relationships and discipleship and community, all of that should really come from the local church and it should bubble up from the local church. Yeah. And the truth is that it's not. Yeah, By and large, it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there are some congregations that are doing this well. I'm sure there's some congregations that are doing this better. But research across Barna Group and the few research studies, like, show that this has not been the case in about five decades. Mm. And um, I personally have experienced difficulty finding really almost anything that I need to grow spiritually within the context of the local church. Like, Mm. it's been a struggle to find community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say, like, God gave me you and Maria, Mm -hmm. and he's brought some other women into my eyes that I hope, you know, will bring on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. but it just, it still feels hard. I think probably because our church is so big and we're all serving in yes. different areas and we don't yeah. see each other. So like mm-hmm. we're all members, but I don't grow at the church building with you guys. I grow like at the coffee shop or in my yes. the office or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, um, community I feel like is an issue. I feel like, um, particularly within the denomination that I currently attend, female leadership is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I mentioned that one woman who stood mm-hmm. up there and taught, Had it not been for her leadership, you know, I don't, I don't know where, I I don't know if I would know that Mm -hmm. as a person, a regular old person, I could open up and read the Bible. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, and I think like the vulnerability and the accountability Mm -hmm. and all of that, that really should spring from the local church. And when I looked there and I couldn't find it, Mm -hmm. I was so grateful that God had provided in other ways. He provided through his people. Like they weren't, they weren't members of the local church. They were Mm -hmm. members of the church in another state, there were members Mm -hmm. of a church, you know, down the street that I was not a member at. Um, and then of course the internet with there being such an array of information that you can find on the internet. I just drank up like Mm. conversational podcasts like this, Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. And so honestly, I have kind of struggled with like, do we do this and put this out? Because Mm -hmm. I feel like we're perpetuating people going, like we're enabling people to be fed away from the local church, like outside of those contexts, but at the same time there's hungry people.
1: Yeah. So to speak life into that, I would say, um, if it's not being done, it needs to be done. We're quenching the Holy spirit. And so I would almost say that if the building church is not going to do it, then we, as the body of Christ, the church, I feel like we need to do this. If God has called us to do this because he sees disobedience, he's providing a way for obedience. And, um, I don't know. I just kind of think that, you know, encouraging, um, kind of like one of our favorite preachers, I don't know if we're allowed to say his name or not, but like Maddie C. Yes. Yes. He always says like in conjunction with your local church. Oh yeah. So I would say don't let this be a supplement for finding that, but be praying for it actively. Don't let it be a substitute substitute yes but let it be a supplement okay yes okay that's cool all right i can get on board with that (laughs) so let it be a supplement but don't let it be a substitute substitute correct yeah so um and be praying for that community be praying for god to bring women alongside you that um you can walk through the mud and crawl to the cross with you know um and we just we need it we really do. So I would say that I don't think this is bad. I think that this can be used for the glory of God and um, encouraging other women to go and find that. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. All right. So what can listeners expect? A lot of bloopers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, listen.
0: <laughs> this, Okay. So- was like I'm gonna make the reels, (laughs) and I've been trying to think about how to like monetize it because I I legit want to hire a housekeeper like my house is always a wreck it's so so bad she
1: did a great job she does top to bottom wipes the doors and everything I know but like
0: I couldn't even hire
1: her right now look at that playroom dude you can't see
0: the floor that's
1: what she told she says why would you clean before I come over because I did I picked up so that way she could be ready to clean but she's like no I do top to bottom and I'm like Okay. All right. She's amazing. So
0: I definitely want to monetize so that I can hire a housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, I just like making money. I've always liked making money. Like when I was a kid, I would like make jewelry and sell it and all that. that. Just to take, you know, take a little of the pressure off Daddy Holland,
1: (laughs) who bought this lovely microphone that we're recording on. Thank you, Tom (laughs) Bomb. I don't know if I'm allowed to call him that, but you know. Sure, why not? I'm not going to call him Daddy, but okay. thanks because he's not your daddy, he's mine. Oh my
0: gosh. (sighs) Um, what else? Oh, what? Here's my idea for monetizing. Okay, Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll sell merch. Okay, like we'll just wait until one of us says something dumb, which will probably be like very soon. And then we'll put that quote on a t
1: shirt and tote bags. I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that. I do too. I think that's perfect. Okay, Okay.
0: cool. So that's what we'll do.
1: So what can listeners expect? Okay, so what is season one? We've already planned season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? So we are going to be going through Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin, mm-hmm. um, since that was such a vital tool that the Lord used to compel us mm-hmm. to grow in him and to see how important it is to truly understand his word and understanding his heart. Um, and knowing that there is a correct way to approach scripture and there is also an incorrect way um and so anyways we will be going through that and i'm really excited i know i'm excited too this book really
0: I, like i said i never was taught how to study scripture and mm-hmm. so like this book taught me how to do that yeah. terribly taught me how to read my bible and jen wilkin taught me how to read it yes which kind of mm-hmm. makes me want to cry because i mm-hmm. wish that there was like a person that i could like hug you know who had taught me these things we're gonna I mean, hu- we we're gonna hug them we're gonna hug yeah. them
1: someday yeah we'll make sure to save a seat at the dinner table you know yeah in heaven we'll at the feast are you gonna yeah. have merlot or cab <laughs> i guess i'll be able to drink in heaven because i won't have to worry about being a drunkard so <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man. i know i'm gonna be like sipping my
0: wine at the wedding feast and like dancing <laughs> and all the pearl clutchers are gonna be like oh my gosh they let
1: you in <laughs> be, like
0: god. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be season one. It's gonna be a book club season. Yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: that's one type of episode that we will do Mm -hmm. are the book clubs. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be really cool if you're listening to this and you want to read through Jen Wilkin, Women of the Word. Grab a friend. Yeah, like absolutely. Grab a friend. Y'all read it together and then pop on in here and listen to us discuss it. Mm -hmm. Um. I also really want to do a book club season on Jesus and gender
1: mm. by Elise
0: Fitzpatrick and Eric Shoemaker. Okay. I would just need to read it. Um, you do need to read it. And yeah. actually Liz is already reading it. Oh, and so really? She may join us. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I figured we could do that. I would mm-hmm. like to do Bible study series too. Yeah. So like Jen Wilkin, Women of the Word would teach women how to dig into scripture mm-hmm. and then... Like I would like to do the first one on Hebrews because I studied it at the end of last year and I'm Mm -hmm. studying it again. So it's just kind of fresh on my mind. And yeah, like listeners would have assignments each week, like go read chapter one and two and then come listen to us discuss one Mm -hmm. and two. And I think it would be good, too, for people who are trying to lead Bible studies in their mm-hmm. home and yeah. they're like they're not being equipped anywhere else. Like, maybe mm-hmm. we can do this. I love and that. I already have a retired pastor lined up to, like, review all of our transcripts. So if we're going to do, like, a Bible study, yeah. then um, I'll type up a transcript and I'll send it to him. That way he can check it for theological accuracy because I don't want to be or not pushing out, like, yeah. you know, bad stuff. Yeah, like, no, I I'm think that's very
1: important. Taking yeah.
0: this seriously. Good. Oh. Amen. Um, oh, I also thought it would be cool to do like an interview series on mm-hmm. the word faithful or like Ooh, faithfulness. yeah I bet like I've already thought of a couple of women who mm-hmm. have been remained faithful through hard things. And mm-hmm. I bet you can guess some of the people who are on the list. Mm-hmm. So anyway.
1: I think that would be good.
0: I think those are like right now I expectations, our, plans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I think that's great. Cool.
0: Well, hopes and dreams really just like for us to say like dumb things so we can print it and then sell it make money off it yeah yeah that Uh. was that was my biggest hope and dream (laughs) i think my biggest hope and dream is that um at least one person
1: would know Mm -hmm. and love god more and feel better equipped to know him and serve him that's it i would agree just encouraging other women that it's, we're all in this together you're not alone and it's totally doable mm-hmm. to grow in a true relationship with christ
0: mm-hmm. yeah and it won't look like anything like what you thought it would look no, like oh yeah but yeah mm-hmm. he wouldn't he wouldn't ask it of us mm-hmm. if it was not possible, If he would not do it
1: correct yeah